Episode 38, Bobby Schreiner, President of Progression Partners. Welcome to Gut Plus Science. Analytics about people. Insights for executives. Truth you can act on. A high-energy, fast-paced, results-oriented exchange featuring employee engagement evangelist and CEO, your host, Nikki Llewellyn. Hey, it's Nikki back on Gut Plus Science. Today is going to be like a training class, so get your pen and paper ready. Did you know that one-on-one meetings are a proven tactic to driving employee engagement? Well, if you think about it, one-on-ones can definitely foster relationships between leader and team member and can inspire both parties if done correctly. You're going to hear some astounding stats from Bobby on the significant needle movement results of one-on-ones, so I'll save the stats for her to share in her part today. Bobby Schreiner's with us. She's the president of Progression Partners, a talent management firm that leads employee engagement results. Bobby has over 20 years of experience in working with C-suite executives to lead organizational change. She is a master teacher of one-on-one meetings, and her passion around this topic is contagious. You will take away new ideas. I can promise you that. We'll be right back, but first, let's hear from our Gut Plus Science sponsor. Purplelink's customized HR services will help you make your workspace joy-powered. Whether you're looking for help with recruiting, compliance, or leadership training, they listen to what you need and tailor their solutions to you. Check out purplelinkllc.com. That's purpleinkllc.com to find out how they can help your business. And look for the Joy-Powered Workspace podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, and we're back and ready to dive in. Today, Bobby Schreiner is with me, and we're going to take a deep dive into one-on-one meetings. She's a master teacher and coach on this grandiose needle mover tactic. Get ready to take notes or you'll be listening quite a few times, I bet. It's fully loaded with great ideas to build stronger relationships between a leader and team member, an overall stronger company culture, and increased employee engagement. Ready? I bet you are. I am. Bobby, welcome to the show. And let's dive right in by level setting on definition. So what is a one-on-one or how do you define a one-on-one meeting? Nikki, thank you. It's great to be here. And this is one of my favorite topics because it's absolutely free. And you know, when you take a look at a one-on-one, we refer to those as a gift that keeps on giving. And we're in the holiday spirit anyway. So, you know, these are really uninterrupted meetings that are scheduled at least once a week. And I highly recommend just getting them on your calendar with either your direct reports or your supervisors. The key to it is scheduling it. That's the easy part. The second part is just as easy, and that is have an agenda. If you're going to have a meeting, have an agenda. So start the conversation with an agenda that's very simple, and we highly recommend a SWOT format. And for those of you that that might be new to you, a SWOT format is very easy and I like it and we highly recommend it because it starts with strengths. It always starts with the positive. So the S in the SWOT is strengths or positives. The W is weaknesses and we don't really like that word. So we change it to challenges. And that's the second part. The third part is the beauty of the entire conversation, and that is opportunities for development or opportunities for improvement. This is where your direct report or your supervisor can give you um, some advice, some course correct, uh, some coaching, because we want to eliminate the T in the SWAT, and that is the threats. Those are the fires that start that we don't have an answer to 
or they could be a threat to progress or a process. So with the SWOT format, the beauty is goals and outcomes are clearly established, expectations are discussed, and they're clear. And this is a really purposeful conversation that establishes a clear path to success. I love that. That's so good. What a way to start the show. We are going to dive in deep to this. So I'd love to hear from you for a second, Bobby, because you work with so many leadership teams, many organizations. I want you to talk for a minute about the power of one-on-ones and also kind of on the flip side, when you're in organizations that don't do that, like they're not aware of like even what a one-on-one is. Can you talk about what does the power look like? And then how does a company struggle when they don't have that? Absolutely. I'm going to share a little known fact. And when I do share it, I see a lot of light bulbs go off and a lot of eyebrows go up and say, tell me more. One-on-ones create 68% efficiency. And when I say that, that's wow. And we share that because we've asked companies, hey, how are your one-on-ones going? When we're coaching leaders like yourself, we ask, you know, so tell us about your one-on-ones. I have many companies that say, oh, Bobby, I'm great at that. We're great at that. We have those in the hallway all the time. And I look at them, I go, okay, great, you're talking, but now let's take a look at making an agenda for that and put some of your processes or initiatives or projects to that. So that 68% efficiency, when you have that scheduled and your one-on-ones are happening and you have an agenda, that's the opportunity to coach during the O in the SWAT. That creates the efficiency. And you know what else? People really appreciate their leader sitting down with them or you sitting down with your direct reports and really making this time just for them. Because the most powerful element in this is not only the discussion, but the course correction during that discussion. And so in real time, people are getting those course corrections and that feedback and advice And that's what creates and uplifts that efficiency. So not only is the coaching important, but then also this is an opportunity to have career conversations and to really learn what your direct reports or if your supervisor is sitting in front of you, that's the conversation that really helps with engagement. Good stuff. So you talked about uh, scheduling it is so important and then having an agenda. Going back to those things for a second, when you talk about scheduling it, how often, like what's a good cadence and how long are these meetings? And again, let's keep it simple, is they are scheduled on the calendar. Now, people first start, and I'm going to be honest, when people first start these and have not done them They'll say, oh, this is just a little awkward or this is really different. Yeah, we understand that it is. And that's because we're not used to sitting down and really putting this into a purposeful conversation. And what people get out of this is, wow, I am now a priority with my boss or with your direct reports. You're saying to them, you're important I have this on my calendar. We're going to make sure that it happens every week. So every one of you have the muscles, those one-on-one muscles. Now we're going to strengthen them 
with uh, a repeatable calendar event. So if once a week is too much, then at least have a one-on-one twice a month and schedule them on the same day or same time and keep them on your calendar. Because again, this is the gift that keeps on giving. People are going to look forward to this. You're going to look forward to it because as you strengthen those muscles, the conversations now will go from tactical to strategic. Okay. Awesome. I want to dive in a little bit. You talked about coaching. So give me some, give us some insight into keys to being a good leader when you're bringing coaching skills to the table. What does that look like? The coaching skills are just really easy. And actually they come from just listening. And what I find is also the gift or the bow that's on this box and gift that's given to you is as you're listening, your trust happens. And when trust is established, then as a coach, you are listening for, okay, where are their frustrations? Where are their challenges? And that's the opportunity as a coach to say, hey, let's take a time out here. Let's stop. I'm really interested in what you're saying. And I can tell that this part of it's going really well, but this part may be a frustration. So as the coach, as you're using your listening skills, you're also active in the conversation because you're saying, wow, I hear things are going well. Great. Let's give praise when praise is needed. Second of all, how can I help you? Oh, hey, you have a recommendation. I'd love to hear that. I really like that recommendation. Those are just very simple back and forth coaching techniques that can be used in each of these conversations. And look at that just took five minutes. Yes, that is, that's so good. You know, I'm reading a book right now, Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. Love any of her stuff. She's amazing. I feel for, you know, anyone listening to the show, pretty sure that if you're, if you're listening, you would love Brene Brown as well. Um, I have a question for you, Bobby, when it comes to being a vulnerable leader and helping your people see you as human and build a strong relationship, can you talk a little bit about how do you walk that line on building that transparency and and just being a vulnerable leader in your one-on-one meetings? Like, what does that look like? This is a great topic, Nikki. And actually, we have read the book and uh, my team at Progression Partners, we talk a lot about vulnerability um, because she brings up such great information about it. And when we conduct our, when we facilitate and host our Women of Distinction conferences, we actually gain data from our participants across the country. And that is one of our questions is, how many of you feel that you can be vulnerable in a conversation with your direct reports or with your supervisor leader. And people are having trouble with this. In fact, our data points show that less than 50% of people can be vulnerable. But yet when we ask the question on vulnerability, that when we are vulnerable, when we are transparent in our conversations, as in one-on-ones, we now are at a level of trust that you learn more. And people, when people trust, people will share more information. They will share where they're having their challenges and they won't feel like they'll be reprimanded. They'll feel like, oh, I, I trust here. I want to be coached. I want to get better. 
And if I'm vulnerable, I'm going to get to that level of conversation quicker and that level of conversation will be better. That's really helpful. Can you tie this into healthy accountability? So as a leader there, you know, there's sometimes discomfort in holding our people accountable because we feel like we're putting them on the spot or we just, you know, we're new in our role as a manager in some capacity or sometimes very seasoned and it's just hard. Talk about healthy accountability and what that looks like in a one-on-one meeting. Accountability is such another strong component of leadership. And many times when we talk to our clients or we're coaching, we, we ask, what's the outcome? What, what is it that we want to achieve here? And in your initiative, how are we going to hold everybody accountable? This is a very, this makes leaders sit back and think. Because if you don't know the outcome, if you don't know how you're going to be measured, then the accountability factor, then the accountability factor is less than what you want to achieve, right? So, so what we recommend is as you're having your one-on-ones and you're talking about outcomes and progress and process is the one-on-ones actually hold people accountable. And if you have them once a week, look at the level of accountability that's going to happen in one month. Four touch points. And let me just say, one-on-ones can be 30 minutes. They can be an hour. They can be 15 minutes. But if those touch points are consistent and you're talking about how things are happening and how progress is progressing and where are your frustrations, you can hear the accountability now is growing and people are like, I like this because my boss cares about me and my success. And that's, I'm going to reach my goal. I'm going to reach my metrics and I will be accountable. That taking the responsibility of that through those one-on-ones will ensure success. So Bobby, this show is all about helping leaders drive and build that culture that they dream of and especially uh, move the needle on employee engagement. Can you talk about from your perspective, how do one-on-ones directly impact employee engagement levels in an organization? When we coach, we ask this question a lot, and this is a conversation we're having every day. I recently asked uh, a friend of mine who is a chief talent officer in her company. I said, what do you think the number one issue is uh, for leaders, CEOs today? And number one is engagement. And so when we take a look at engagement, I like to break that down a little bit and that engagement is actually a formula. It's a formula of empowerment, enablement, and motivation. When you put those three together, you now have engagement because engagement really is a measure of productivity. So you can imagine as conversations are happening and uh, leaders are establishing trust with their direct reports or even with their supervisor leader, those conversations now are empowering. You're enabling me. You're trusting me. I can make decisions. I can move this forward. And therefore, we need to be taking a look at that 
because that's engagement, because they are productive, they're motivated, they're happy. And that every day when they get up, they're like, wow, I have my dream job and I love every minute of what I'm doing. Spot on. I love that. I love that. I want to learn from you when it comes to organizational communication. It's such a challenge today, you know, especially with, you know, employees that are remote, distributed, many locations. What are your keys for the best communication practices? And maybe some of those are outside of one-on-ones, but then help us understand how one-on-ones also affect strong communication organizational-wide. I'm going to start with a really important one. And that is, as we're talking to our direct reports, or even as we talk to our supervisor leader, it's really communication has a flow to it. And the best companies that do this are the companies that I know are having one-on-ones or team meetings or follow-up conversations That information from a major goal that is set or a major strategic initiative, that helps communication flow throughout the organization. And so as that flows down and filtrates into every level of the organization to our most important employees frontline, then what should happen is questions that are asked FAQs that might be happening from an initiative or a change event, that information needs to flow back up. It needs to ascend back up. And so when I'm talking to senior leadership, a red flag, I'll ask, so how how's your customer? What are your customers saying about this change? A lot of times I'll get leaders that will say, well, I don't really know. I go, okay, that's important that we know that because This is influencing your customer, and we should always know what the customer is saying. So as we ascend that information up to our senior leadership, senior leadership is getting it, and then they can course correct. Because many times, if this doesn't happen, the senior leadership is disconnected to the people that are closest to our customer, and that's the frontline employee. So cascading down and then ascending up is just a really nice flow of communication that will help organizations with initiatives or processes or things that they've changed. I recently uh, talked to a, an executive out of one of the top uh, four accounting firms, and we had worked with their group on the change initiative, and it was it was huge. And she said, you know, the greatest gift you gave me is I now hold what we used to call town halls, I, we changed the name and we said, let's start a conversation and I'm making those happen much more often. I get the questions and we, I'm able to, with my executive team, course correct, or we give praise and recognition. So that's the second one, Nikki. And that is during that flow of communication, we hear from companies, one of the top engagement issues is praise, and recognition. So that can be happening all along the way as we have our meetings and we're talking and we're getting that communication flowing down and up. People are recognized, people are praised, and uh, people get those pat on the backs. And all it takes is just a couple of words, which is such a great gift. 
Bobby, you were such a gift today. We all are enabled with exactly what we need to do and have powerful one-on-one meetings, ultimately driving employee engagement or productivity in our companies. Thanks to you. Really appreciate your time today. We're going to take a quick break here from our sponsor message and then come back uh, to learn a little bit more about the personal side of you, Bobby, with what we call our lightning round. We'll be right back. Custom Concrete has been creating foundations for the finest homes, commercial buildings, and industrial facilities throughout central Indiana since 1969. Builders, contractors, and homeowners rely on our expertise because so much depends on getting it right. Our knowledge and control of all aspects of the job, from excavation to waterproofing to backfill, means that extra value is built into every project. Codes don't drive our business. Excellence does. See the difference at customconcrete.com. All right, we're back on Gut Plus Science. Bobby Schreiner, we want to learn a little bit more about you on what we call our lightning round. So just a couple of quick questions. You can give us some short answers. Um, just It's really fun to learn about our guests. So uh, number one, what's your favorite book or one that you would recommend to our listeners today? Nikki, I'm actually going to suggest an article and uh, everyone uh, that is listening can actually download this. I'm a big fan of the Harvard Business Journal, Harvard Business Review, I like the articles because they have um, facts and research, and those are important to share with leaders and your direct reports. So one of my favorite articles is, can you share your strategy? Can you state your strategy? And at Progression Partners, and this is a personal belief of mine too, this topic of one-on-ones, it all starts with the strategy and knowing the strategy, focusing on the strategy directing the strategy, supporting the strategy is key to success. So I recommend everybody go download it, read it and share it with your team. Can you say the name of that article one more time? Can you state your strategy? Awesome. Definitely doing that. Um, Bobby, how about your favorite vacation spot? You know, that's an easy one. That's Crystal Lake, Michigan. I actually have a small cottage up there. And uh, my son was able to grow up there in the summers. So true to its name, Crystal Lake is crystal clear. And it's a time to be with family and friends. And it's just where I can, you know, really uh, regenerate, re-energize, and just really enjoy nature. Sounds wonderful. How about a favorite hobby when you're not working? You know, I know we're kind of landlocked in Indiana, but I'm going to say this little hobby is anything to do with water. I love canoeing, kayaking, I'm trying the paddle, sailing, you know, all of this is really a lot of fun and it challenges me physically, but I I really do. I'm a swimmer and so in the winter, I'm at the Y swimming, but in the summer, I'm doing I'm doing as much as I can with that water. So fun. And how can uh, listeners connect with you after the show? I'm sure that there's a number of people that want to connect with you and, you know, follow up. You can actually go to our website to learn more at uh, progressionpartners.net. And then also I'm at bobby at progressionpartners.net. And feel free to reach out with questions. Feel free to reach out for even advice. We love to collect data. And if you'd like to get more of that data, we can certainly get it to you. But start with our website. And I always like to start with a conversation. All right, Bobby, my head's spinning and my notepaper is filled up. I'm going to try to summarize some key thoughts. Here's my truth you can act on on one-to-one meetings. Schedule them, 
and on reoccurring, weekly or bi-weekly, but the key is consistency on the calendar. Have an agenda. Use the SWOT format, so strengths, challenges, opportunities for development, and threats. Leaders, listening is key to being a good coach, so ask great questions and then sit back and listen, or lean in and listen. Accountability is the core to one-to-one meetings, making sure that you're taking good notes and following through on what was discussed in the previous meeting to ensure that there's consistency and accountability to doing the things that we say that we're going to do. Take a new idea or take five and enhance your one-to-ones this year. Have fun. And until next week, we'll see you on Gut Plus Science. We just left the world a little bit better. Now go do something with it.